Uh, hey guys, and welcome to Ghost Stories and Ghouls. Um, today we're back again with your co-host, Regan Dawson. What's up, y'all? Um, so today we're doing an episode <laughs> on Creepypasta, which is uh, a platform where people will like write stories and make like... Is it literally just like stories, basically? Basically, and just urban legend. Oh, not even urban legend. It's just like, it's just stories. They try to like create like, I don't know. The stories turn into figures. urban legends. Yeah. They turn into urban legends. Classic creepypasta. Fire. Um, so we're going to go ahead and roll the intro. I have Slenderman and Siren Head. Fire. Yeah. I have uh, Hero <laughs> Brian and Jeff the Killer. Goaded. So you want to go first this time? Sure. Alright, Slenderman. So, the Slenderman is a fictional character that originated as a creepypasta internet meme created by Something Awful, or created in the Something Awful forum by user Eric Cundison. Yeah, so he's depicted as a thin unnaturally tall humanoid figure with a faceless head and wearing a black suit. So, the stories of the Slenderman commonly feature him stalking, abducting, or traumatizing people, particularly children. The Slenderman is not confined to a single narrative, but appears <clears throat> in many desperate works of fiction typically composed online. So, the fiction relating to the Slenderman encompasses many media, including literature, art, video, and series such as Marble Hornets, which is a YouTube series, Wherein he, where, wherein he is known as the operator. The character has appeared in the video game Slender, the Eight Pages, and is the successor to Slender, the Arrival, as well as inspiring the Enderman in Minecraft. And we have another Minecraft feature coming up later with Greg Ooh. of Hero Brian. So that'll be fun. So, people tell me I look like Slenderman. I I, I wouldn't think so. But like, <coughs> I'm like I'm on the wrestling mat. I got that singlet on, and you can just see my long arms and just skinny body, and people are like, dang. That's true. My boy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Slenderman was created on June 10th, 2009, on a thread in the Something Awful Internet Forum. The thread was a Photoshop contest in which users were challenged to create paranormal images. So the forum user, Eric Cundison, under the <coughs> pseudonym Victor Surge, contributed two black-and-white images of groups of children in which he added a tall, thin spectacle figure wearing a black suit. Although previous entries had consisted of solely solely a photograph, Serge supplemented his submission with snatches of text, supposedly from witnesses describing the abductions of the group of children, giving the character the name the Slenderman. So, <coughs> the quote under his first picture said, We didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, but its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. And then the quote under the second par photograph read, one of the two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what it is referred to as the Slenderman. Deformity cities as film defected by officials fire at the library occurred one week later. The actual photograph confiscated as evidence. <coughs> so these editions effectively transformed the photographs into a work of fi fiction. So I have a story. Oh yeah. Oh boy. So, six years ago, two 12-year-old girls lured their, lured their friend into the 
Wakusasha Woods of Wisconsin and stabbed her 19 times. Why did they do this? To please the Slenderman. So was this like a true story? Yes. Oh, that's uh, that's tough. Yep. I remember hearing about this in like fourth grade. Yeah, this was in like fourth grade and I Dude, was like, this exact yo, story. what happened? Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of weird though that a story, like literally some, uh, some <laughs> dumb story someone wrote on the internet led to this. Yes. And then it was also being told by like fourth graders at like various schools. Just, yeah. I don't know. I don't even remember what the context was, but it was just like Slenderman. You, you get like under his bidding and he'll kill you. Yeah. Or you'll, he'll make people kill you. I don't know. It was weird. So. <coughs> now 17. The victim of the senseless attack that rocked their parents to the cores, Peyton Lautner, is speaking out for the first time. She says she would not be who she is today if it's not for the misdeeds of her then friends Morgan Geyser and Anna White and Ansa Wire. Peyton accepts the scars she now carries, both physical and psychological. Wait, same. She's still alive. She survived nineteen stab wounds. Yes. Jesus. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> so. Some resilience there. Yeah. So she says it's just a part of me. I don't think much of them. They will probably go away and fade eventually, but the memory of the horrific attack will never fade. It will remain a stain on pop culture history at the, as that time an internet meme inspired a real-life attempted murder. Yeah. It's strange. So, according to Peyton, um, via International Business News, she first approached Morgan because she was sitting alone. After that, the pair took up and became best friends. They hung out after school, had sleepovers, and jokes just like girls do. Morgan uh, even gave Peyton a sweet, nick sweet nickname, Bella. She was my only friend for a long time, Morgan said to the police in her taped interrogation. Classic. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. So, when Anissa enters the picture in sixth grade, Morgan and Anissa became friends two years later in sixth grade, uh, where she met Peyton in fourth grade, and then Peyton said uh, everything went downhill from there when Morgan and Anissa became obsessed with Slenderman, which scared Peyton, but she said she went along with it anyway. Morgan liked it and thought it was real, but I went along with it. I was supportive because I thought that's what she liked. This is, I gotta say, really strange. This is rough. Yep. <laughs> so in 2009, Slenderman was given life in a spooky corner of the internet called Creepypasta. A supernatural meme created as part of a Photoshop contest by the something awful user, um, Victor Surge. Slenderman is a faceless spiny specter who stalks children and whose myth has penetrated digital stories, web videos, and now real life. It even inspired a movie in 2018 starring Joey King. So I forgot that movie came out. Mm -hmm. Apparently it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it, there was all like the random hype around it. Yeah, <coughs> it was just like, only for it to just be awful. As I was doing research, it was just like, Slenderman, the famed legend, but the terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, um, it was a Friday night at a sleepover before the stabbing. Um, Pate, uh, Morgan was very excited to see Peyton's mother, Stacy Lautner, who had sent an interview in 2015. According to Peyton, the trio were celebrating Morgan's birthday with a slumber party, but their regular old night of roller skating, pizza, and playing with their American Girl dolls turned odd. So Peyton said that looking back, the sleepover was a little different from all the others because Morgan didn't want to stay up all night. The next morning, they went to the park. <coughs> And then Anissa said, I was told if I didn't do something, my family would be in danger. Uh, according to the 12-year-old girl, Anissa, she feared that if she didn't honor Slenderman's request to kill Peyton, he would murder her family. All right. So yeah. 
It's a classic. So, um, yeah. So Anissa tried to knock out Morgan, and Morgan got all mad and then was pacing in circles. According to uh, TJ, TMJ4 News, Peyton stayed with the girls even though they were just trying to fight her. Uh, Anissa and Morgan led Peyton into the woods where they finished their attack by a knifing stabbing. Yeah. So, yeah, they stabbed her 19 times, stabbed in her chest, abdomen, arms, and legs, tw- uh, resulted in 25 scars, <clears throat> and then basically no one would have found her uh, except Greg Steinberg, who Let's was go, riding another a, Greg. <laughs> true, who was riding his bike uh, that Saturday morning. And according to reports, he took a route through the brush that was chained off and then happened to ride by Peyton, who was laying in a grassy area after crawling out of the thicker woods where she was stabbed. She stopped him, asking, Can you help me, please? I've been stabbed multiple times. Oh, Steinberg immediately called 911 and offered her some water. So, on the call... You want he, some water, <laughs> Hey, yo. On the call, he can be heard uh, comforting Peyton, saying, Honey, he's coming. They'll be here any minute, soon after the ambulance arrives. So, yeah. So... Basically, she just crawled out of the woods, like, bleeding horrendously, and was just like, Ayo, what up, biker? That's just, like, straight-up horrifying (coughs) for, like, all parties involved. Yeah. So, the Saturday morning after, uniformed police officer approached Lautner property. According to Stacy, her first thought was, Something has happened to somebody that I love. Both parents said that they were blindsided. Minutes later, they were rushed to the hospital to see Morgan. Or was it Peyton? To see Peyton. Yeah. To see Peyton. So Morgan and Nissa ran away, and the cops eventually tracked them down and found them. And then they're charged. Anissa received a maximum 25 years in mental health care facility after pleading guilty to second-degree intentional homicide. Morgan received 40 years in a mental hospital after pleading guilty to first-degree attempted international homicide. So when only got 25, the other got 40? Yep. Because Morgan actually, like, stopped her. Oh, uh, okay. I think, I think Anissa was just incompetent. Was Morgan the one that was like, the that wanted to do it, or was like I gotta do this? I think. Because if she was the one doing the stabbing, then it's probably different. Yeah, I think she did the stabbing. I think Anissa was the one that got possessed and then convinced Morgan to do the stabbing. Yeah, yeah that's all I have for Slenderman. Pretty creepy. All right. Yeah, that's. I like how I'm moving on to Hero Brian. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we talk about this. Talking about Minecraft parodies. Yeah, so essentially Hero Brian is from the video game Minecraft. Minecraft. Let's go. Slenderman, Enderman. <laughs> and this is like the original story it came from. I had recently spawned a new world in a single player in <coughs> Minecraft. Dude, this image has been like all over my TikTok for the past like three weeks. Hero Brian? Yes. I've been hearing so many Hero Brian like conspiracy theories. <laughs> I- I love, I love this, that this exists. Agreed. Uh, I had recently spawned a new <coughs> world in a single-player Minecraft. Everything was normal at first as I began chopping down trees and crafting a workbench. I work noticed bench. something... Workbench. Yes, the crafting table. True. I noticed I something... I the name. Maybe. I noticed something move amongst <laughs> the dense fog. I have a very slow computer, so I have to pay with a tiny render distance. I thought it was a cow, so I pursued it, hoping to grab some hides for armor. It wasn't a cow, though. Looking back at me was another character with the default skin, but his eyes were empty. Steve. I saw no name pop up, and I double-checked to make sure I, was, I wasn't the, in multiplayer mode. He didn't stay long. He looked at me and quickly ran into the fog. I pursued out of curiosity, but he was gone. 
I continue on continued on with the game, not sure what to think. As I expanded the world, I saw things that seemed out of place for a random map generator to make. Two times two tunnels in the rocks, small perfect pyramids made of sand in the ocean. The grooves of trees with all their leaves cut off. I would constantly think I saw the other player in the deep fog, but I never got a better look at him. I tried increasing my render distance um, whenever I thought I saw him, but it was to no avail. I saved the map and went on to the forums to see if anyone else had found the Pseudo uh, player. There were none. I created my own topic telling of the man and asking if anyone had a similar experience. The post was deleted within five minutes. I tried again. The topic was deleted even faster. I received a PM from the username Herobrine containing one word. Stop. When Yo, I went to what? look at Herobrine's profile, the page 404. That is whack. Yeah. Freaky, bro. True. I received an email from another forum user. He claimed the mods can read the forum user messages, so we are safer using email. The emailer claimed that he had seen the mystery player too and had a small directory of other users that had seen him as well. Their worlds were littered with obviously man-made features as well, and described their mystery player to have no pupils. About a month later passed, until I heard from my informant again. Some of the people who had uh, encountered the mystery man had looked into the name Herobrine and found that name to be frequently used by a Swedish gamer. After some further information gathering, it was revealed to be the brother of Notch, the game's developer. I personally Yo. emailed Notch and asked him if he had a brother. It took him a while. But he emailed me back with a very short message. I did, but he is no longer with us. Yo, yo, that is terrifying. I haven't seen the mystery man since our first encounter, and I haven't noticed any changes to the world in my own. I was able to press print screen when I first saw him, and this is the only evidence of his existence. <coughs> we gotta put that picture as a thumbnail. Possibly. I'm trying to find it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he's off in the left by the mountain. Yeah, I see him. Look at him. He's chilling. True. Um, Should I pull up the TikTok? <laughs> but Hero Brian, I remember, has been in my life since I was like seven. Bro, no, honestly, do you remember the. What I what everybody always said to me, and like what I always said to other people, is like when you see the random crosses generated in the ground, like that was where Hero Brian could spawn. Mm. I remember, like, <coughs> the Herobrine spawning thing, where it's, like, the red stone torches around, like, yeah. a block mm -hmm. of netherite. Not netherite. Or, no, nether, um, netherite. Rack. That's, like, when netherite looked weird. Yeah. It had that weird, like, texture to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Herobrine's been, like, <laughs> he's been around for a long time. And there's, like, still stuff about him. Yeah. There's still a lot of, like memes about him and such. From every update from like 1.6 of like Minecraft, it's had a removed Herobrine at like the very end of the update, like patch notes or whatever, but like 1.16 has come out, and there was no removed Herobrine at the end. So, they stopped the tradition of 10 plus years of removing this entity, but yeah. It's kind of weird like thinking about how like a Minecraft story <laughs> got this big. True. But Minecraft is a pretty big game, so. Minecraft is goaded. It's been a hobbit since I played the craft. Yeah. I just burned down school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a mouse to do that. You can use the red thing in the middle of your computer. Yeah, but then you try to, like, fight things, and things well, just, yeah, like, you accidentally fly off to the <laughs> right, and you're like, alright. Goaded. <clears throat> Alright. So, are you done with here, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool, because I have Siren Head. Both Siren Head and Slenderman are just, like, 
scary. Just like weird, scary looking things. I mean, just the killers like kind of creepy. That's true. It just looked like that one picture of Demi Lovato. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminds so me of. Good. <coughs> All right. So, Siren Head is a fictional humanoid monster created in 2018 by the Canadian artist, respectfully known as Trevor Henderson. Siren Head is described by Henderson as a static physical form of an unfathomable supernatural supernatural entity. Siren Head is about 40 feet tall and can see without having any eyes. He doesn't eat, doesn't have organic teeth. Or, sorry, he doesn't eat despite having organic teeth. And he's rarely seen in areas with large populations. He's usually stationary, but he can use move very quickly. And it uses his tes- telephone, telephone pole-like experience to haunt humans. So, Siren Head has become extremely popular in the n- recent years after well-known YouTubers such as Corey X, Kenshin, Markiplier, PewDiePie, and Jacksepticeye made videos of their own about the creature and its various media um, within unofficial vi- video games. So, many fan-made video games featuring Siren Head exist, though they are not made by Hender- Henderson himself. Here's some history on Siren Head. So, he was created in 2018 by Trevor Henderson, and then Henderson's inspiration for Siren Head creation was was the now very well-known creepypasta villain known as Slenderman. So, yeah, it's... They play into each other. And then um, the first photo of Siren Head to ever exist was an image featuring Siren Head standing still at a graveyard. Henderson later stated making more started making more images of Siren Head, explaining uh, the creature's story and the disappearances of numerous victims all over the world. Siren Head is primarily found in the woods, similar to Slenderman, where he will um, release sounds of sirens atop its head in order to lure victims into its trap. And then he'll ultimately kill and eat his victims after successfully luring it into a trap. A video game developer known as Modus Interactive created the first Siren Head fan-made video game, simply named Siren Head, in the game, a hiker is trying to find their lost friend, where they, uh, who they find dead, before Siren Head appears behind them and chases after them. The game ends once the hiker escapes in a vehicle. So, a YouTuber, a YouTube horror channel known as Billy Styler has created several videos on Siren Head, providing full details about the creature and giving Siren Head a lot of background and new attention. Most of these video games gained a lot of attention, uh, giving Siren Head more exposure to the world. Another thing which helped Siren Head grow was the video game Fallout 4, when a mod of the game featuring Siren Head as an enemy released. I'm sure you've seen some of the videos of that. And then, um, a YouTuber made a video about the mod, growing further Siren Head's popularity. He even made a video where he killed Siren Head in Fallout 4 and gained a lot of attention. (coughs) In 2020, Siren Head has become a mainstream uh, character in the YouTube gaming community, first popularized when Markiplier made a video playing the Siren Head game, Jacksepticeye and PewDiePie followed, giving Siren Head more attention. A TikTok video was created about Siren Head, which also gained attention and became a meme where the original sound of Siren Head was changed into popular music or other sounds. (coughs) And then I have another story. (coughs) This is like a fan-made piece about Siren Head. Uh, Yeah. So. A fan fiction. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Fan fiction sounds much like a bad rep, just because, like... What yeah. people have done with them. Yeah. Because I remember... I, <laughs> I found, like, the absolute worst Diary of a Wimpy Kid fanfiction. Oh, I know. Don't don't worry. God, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's the story. 
<clears throat> Gotta get that throat clear. Yeah. All was peacefully quiet until a jolting but steady thumping sprang from the front foyer. Knock, knock. The sound came again, stronger this time. It was the end of November, and cold as a dag- digger's ass, Lizzie and Mark were alone at home and wrapped up in each other's arms in front of the fire. Both of them wondered who it could be. Lizzie's parents were out of the city visiting a sick relative, and she invited Mark, her new voice boyfriend of three months, to come and stay with her. They were both so in love. Mark stood up and went toward the door. He turned the knob and the door opened. There was no one to be seen outside. The lawn in the front was silent as a grave. Mark couldn't see anyone outside. Without giving it a second thought, he, he closed the door and went back into the cozy living room. After about five minutes, someone knocked on the door again. This time, Lizzie came to check who was outside. She thought maybe uh, it was the neighbor's kids trying to play tricks on them. She heard the noise coming out of the woods at the far end corner of the house. She turned the flashlight of her phone on and went to see inside the woods. Lizzie opened the door and went outside. She heard the leaves rustle in the bushes. Boys, stop playing tricks. If I find if I find you, I'm going to lock you down in my basement, Lizzie said angrily. <clears throat> the rustling got louder. Lizzie went near the bushes, but she couldn't find anyone. She assessed her surroundings one more time before going back inside. She was about to help close the door when she heard a cry for help. Help! Please, Lizzie, help me. I'm stuck, yelled a woman. It came from the outer left side of the house. Lizzie realized that it was her mom's voice. Lizzie ran toward the voice without giving a second thought about how her mother just came here. She heard the noise coming from the woods at the far end corner of the house. She turned on a flash of her phone and went into the woods. She took a few steps inside the woods and screamed as hard as she could. At that moment, she knew she was going to die. Lizzie couldn't understand what she was seeing, standing in front of a 40-foot-tall humanoid creature with heavily emancipated, near-skeletal frames covered in dried, mummified flesh in the color of rusted metals. Its limbs were disproportionately long and thin, with arms almost as long as as its entire body, ending in huge, bony hands. Where a human's head and neck would be, it was a thin pole of flesh with two sirens attached to them and several black wires shaking around its neck and onto his shoulders pressing against its abdomen. Siren Head picked up Lizzie with one grasp. Lizzie tried to get out of its grasp, but it was too strong. She even tried to scream, but it's, af- it, but it's as if her voice was taken away. Siren Head shrieked loudly through its siren-like head and became... Oh, shrieked loudly through its siren-like head and ripped off Lizzie's head right off of her body. The body became numb and the screams died away. There was no sign of life left in Lizzie now. Inside the house, Mark wondered where Lizzie was and did she find some prankster outside. He stood up and went outside. He searched the area through his eyes but could not find Lizzie anywhere. He yelled her name a few times. Lizzie! Lizzie! Baby, where are you? Did you find someone? Yelled Mark. No one answered. He tried calling her phone, but it was powered off. He tried a few more times, but no reply. He started getting worried. He was going to look for Lizzie on the street when he heard Lizzie's voice. Hey, Mark, I'm here. Come look at what I found, Lizzie exclaimed excitedly. Where are you, Lizzie? Mark asked worriedly. I'm in the woods. Come here. You won't believe what I found, Lizzie said. Mark went inside the woods. He couldn't imagine that a horrendous monster was waiting for him there. As he was going more and more deep into the woods, he saw long, lanky legs between the trees. Mark felt a shiver run down down his spine. Without giving a second thought, he turned and ran toward the house as fast as he could. The monster gave a loud shriek, and Mark fell to the ground, and everything went black. Where did you find this 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 thing? <laughs> I just looked up Slenderman stories. Um, 
I've heard a similar, I think the Creepypasta one is like about a guy on a military base that mm-hmm. lives in Fairhaven. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrifying. This was by Navera Shuali. Shuhal? Shuhal. Shuhal. Yeah, Shuhal. Shuhal. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> it's pretty good. It's just terrifying. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good story. Um, I like the little voice you did for your boy, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm bussing. Bus. <laughs> yeah. Look, look at that. It's just creepy creature. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, like, memes with him in it. I have also seen a lot of memes. Yeah, he was a pretty big meme for a while. Um, so should I move on to your boy Jeffrey? Yeah, I'm done with, uh, Fire Ned. Um, so there's, like, a Jeffrey. very short story, and then there's, like, a long story. Should I do, like, the short story and then do the summary of the long story? Sure. Okay. Um, so this is for Jeff the Killer, um, on Creepy Boston. I'm here, sir. What? That means the boss in Spanish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There... In the little ray of light illuminating from behind my curtains were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and just plain out-terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth. A long, horrendous smile that made every hair in my body stand up. The figure stood there, watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a a madman could speak. He said, go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him at me. He pulled up a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked. I punched. I rolled around, trying to knock him off me. That's when my dad busted in. Busted. Busted. (laughs) My dad busted in. (laughs) The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. They have a parking lot? Oh, this must be like a museum. Uh... The man turned and ran down the hallway. I heard a smash like glass breaking as I came out of my room. I saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken. I looked out to see him vanish into the distance. Into the distance. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face. Those cold, evil eyes. That psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. Police are on the look for this man. If you see him, if you see anyone that fits the description in this story, please contact your local local police department. I like how they have to add that at the end. Mm. Makes it more like policey. But um, there is a, a story that's literally just the background on Jeff. Really? And like what happened to him before. <coughs> um, so I'm just going to use Wikipedia to get like a summary of it because it is long. Um, so the there is an image of the title character, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff. Uh, did I show it to you? Let's see it. That's yeah. your boy. I remember, I remember that from, a, like, a long time ago. Yeah. I, I, I used to be yeah. over, like, try not to get scared YouTube videos. True. Like, 20, 2010. Um, in the story, a teenager named Jeff is on his way to school with his younger brother when they are attacked by a group of bu- bullies. 
Jeff defends himself and his brother and leaves the assailants lying in the street, beaten, their hands and arms broken. So true. <laughs> After his brother claims he injured the bullies and is arrested, Jeff spends several days distraught before going to a birthday party in the neighborhood where he's attacked by the bullies again. I don't know how they healed their arms in that time, but all right. Wait. Hold up. So, apparently, a group of bullies come at Jeff and his brother, mm -hmm. and, um... So, Jeff and his brother break this group of bullies' arms and hands, and then apparently a couple days later, they come to beat him up again. <coughs> how? Kick what him. are they gonna do? Kick him? Kick him? Head him? <laughs> um... Or they just got Titan healing abilities. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Jeff spent several days distraught before going to a birthday party in the neighborhood where he's attacked by the bullies again. Although he manages to kill all of the assailants, he is severely burned during the confrontation after being set on fire. Hey, yo. During his stay at the hospital... Sus check? Sus. <laughs> uh, sus among us. <laughs> among us. During Mango. His <laughs> During a stay at the hospital, Jeff realizes that he enjoys harming people and goes insane. Yo. Why would he go insane from... I mean, I don't know. Sometimes that's just how it is. He crazy, man. Uh, the night after he's discharged, he slices up his face, leaving a scar in the shape of a smile, and cuts off his eyelids so that he will never sleep. Alright. That's just how it is, I guess. I don't think that's, that's how actually that works. like That's like uh, another level above Joker. Like, I don't want to sleep. I just want to murder people. Oh, boy. But, like, I feel like that wouldn't change much. I mean, uh, make it hard for them to sleep. Yeah. Uh, he then murders his parents and brother, whispering, go to sleep. While killing his sibling, he becomes a serial... Wait. Oh, he he went... Go, he said go to sleep while killing his sibling. Uh -huh. He becomes a serial killer. He sneaks into houses at night and whispers, go to sleep to his victims before killing them. Same. What a nerd, you know. You know, he can't sleep, so he's just trying to help others go to bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets sleep by taking others for him. Uh, according to the 20, 28th 2013 article, the original image of Jeff the Killer may be an extensive edited picture of a girl who allegedly committed, committed suicide in the fall of 2008. Okay. However, the girl in question was a cursed troll created on 4chan. And the first likeness of Jeff the Killer ever actually appeared on Jeffy's website. So, it's not actually anyone... What? Did that noise just come from me? Yeah. But... How did I make that noise? I don't know. Um, but... Um... <laughs> that was weird. I, I was about to say, um, and then my... Just, I didn't open my mouth and the noise still happened. Um, but yeah, so this... Maybe this it was Hero Brian. Possibly. Um... Yo, there he is. Nah, bruh. Siren Head. True. Um. But yeah, that's that's Jeff the Killer. He's kind of weird. I don't know. He gangin'. But yeah, I remember him. I, it's weird that like how I remember these being so prevalent. Back, back in the day. Facts. In ancient times, as one used to say. So true. <clears throat> I don't remember Jeff the Killer that much. I just remember Slenderman and Hero Brian. Siren Head was more recent. Siren Head came out like really recently. It was like twenty eighteen. Yeah. I remember. I remember all three. Uh, Jeff the Killer, Slenderman, and uh, what's his name? Siren Head. Si uh, no, Hero Brian. Um, 
Just because, um, I remember, because I was a big PewDiePie fan also. I still watch his stuff, but I was, like, a really big PewDiePie fan as a kid. And same with Slosh. Yeah. Back when Slosh was awesome. Um, which is Anthony and Ian. Uh, and probably Masha as well. Um, but they played, like, Slenderman games, and then I remember PewDiePie, I think, had, like, a thing with Jeff the Killer. Interesting. Um, where it, like, showed up in a game he was playing, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. And Hero Brian is just existed. Hero Brian is just fresh. That was just, like, huge for everyone that was in kindergarten. It's like, oh my god, Brian. Dude, Dream did a video about it. <laughs> Dream did it, so it's cool. put Steve in Smash Bros. So I know. I need to get him. I think they were going to put Hero Brian in Smash Bros. too. They, they probably have like a Hero Brian skin for it. Probably. That would be sick. They probably have like... <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of the DLC characters in Smash. Neither do I. I'm trying to help Mac get all of his characters. Goat mode. Sorry. So far. Alright. So you got any final notes for any nah. of these? How about you? Nah. Alright, well... We'll see you next time, guys. Bye.